As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. This is the Civilized Barking Podcast with Zach Jackson. Hey everybody, it's Civilized Barking, end of the week podcast, Zach Jackson, we're going to do some Ask a Jackson questions here. Uh, normally we have on uh, my friend and co-worker Jeff Zurbeck, who covers the Ravens, he's on leave, um, so he's not going to come on the podcast. I know from a Browns perspective, it's not really about the Ravens, so um, I get it, so I just wanted to toss it out here as we get rid of this, get ready to uh, head to Saturday on this short week, this strange week, this kind of limp to the finish for the Browns. Um, you know, it's it's all about the quarterback, like it or not. Um, the good news is, you know, on the first drive in Cincinnati, he made two better throws than he made the week before. You know, the bad news is he didn't play well. I mean, the Browns are in preseason mode in week 14, 15 of the season. It's just where they are and what they signed up for. They're not a good team. They're 5-8. and eight. They're not a good team. Uh, the Bengals are a good team. It's a good test. The Browns were going to have to play really well. And the defense, you know, held up half of its bargain. The offense showed some signs of life. The special teams were the special teams. And that's that. Um, you know, mathematically, the Browns aren't eliminated. Guys, we know the truth. They've been out since October. You can't lose those AFC home games. The way that they did, um, you just can't play this inconsistent um, brand of ball. So uh, it's going to be two straight years missing the playoffs. Um, you know, you could make the blanket statement and not be wrong that the Browns always signed up for giving this year away. Uh, turns out it wasn't the offense that stunk, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, as I wrote and, and please go read my column that posted on Thursday, you know, I don't think Kevin Stefanski is going anywhere. I think the long-term commitment was made with the Watson trade to Stefanski, to Barry, to Di Podesta. Um, you know, I think they'll change. D coordinators. I was convinced that they would change special teams coordinators. I'm not sure Stefanski wants to do that. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, I think it is too early for any judgments. Um, this is a big game for the Ravens, which means the Browns can play spoiler. Right? Four games really is a lot of an evaluation point for anything. You know, not for Joel Batonio, um, not for Nick Chubb or someone, Miles Garrett, with a with a real body of work, right? But for a position group, 
for a young player, for a group of players, um, for a position group that has a coach under fire, you know, for an operation that needs to be better and the Browns offense needs to be better. I mean, whether you agree with my assessment of Watson or not, um, you know, I think the second half in Cincinnati last week was good. Like, they needed to play. The Browns were put in scramble mode. And he needed live reps against a good defense. He got one. He got them, you know. They only scored once. They showed signs of life. Um, the game, the shape of the game would have been different if they'd have got more points in the first half. And that goes for the uh, brainless Brissett call and throwing it deep there on, on fourth down or the botching of the timeouts and the game management, which led them to not getting a field goal try before the half. And they couldn't try that field goal. Kate York has not proven worthy of trying that field goal. He kicks it directly into the line. And as Mike Prefer said this week, the Bengals would have put a guy back and would have, if that kick is short, and not saying it would have been, but if it is, the Bengals get a return against um, four offensive linemen, two backup offensive linemen, and two backup defensive linemen, right? And a long snapper, a punter, and a kicker. So you can't do that. Um, Kay York needed to do more. He's like one of many Browns players who needed to do more to earn his opportunities. The Browns need to be sharper to earn better opportunities. They're not good enough to give points away. They're not. So, you know, philosophically, I don't have a problem with being an aggressive fourth down team. To take the ball out of Watson's hands is one. It's the theme of everything. And for two, to think that you need to throw deep on fourth and one there. Convert the damn, take the damn points. Or convert the damn thing and keep the drive going. Right? Like, it it, it was the definition of 2Q. Kevin Stefanski is in his second straight year of not having a good year. Um, I've read the Asking Jackson questions. I skimmed through them some in advance. I'm not necessarily advocating for Kevin to be fired. Right? Um, this team's not a contender. The roster's not good enough. That's not on Kevin. The coaching week in and week out is not good enough. So I don't know what the answer is. I think these four weeks matter. I think they do. Um, and I think Saturday, you know, in terms of Deshaun making his debut, the stadium being mostly empty, a lot of Ravens fans will be there. Uh, what do Browns fans have to get excited about? The loyalists will be there. They'll cheer Watson. They'll cheer Miles. You know, um, we'll see. We know who the Ravens are. Uh, they're gritty. They're nasty. They're in first place right now. They're a flawed team. Um, but this is a really good defense. It's top eight scoring defense. It's top eight DVOA defense. It's got Marcus Williams back from injury. They have Roquan Smith, who's a top-tier linebacker who they traded for. Um, you know, and, and the Ravens have played some ugly games, and they've had an up-and-down year. But I think in 10 of the games, they've led by double digits at some point. So um, they it's, it's just a strange year. They haven't had a wide receiver score a touchdown since September. And, of course, they don't have their quarterback. So Tyler Huntley's dangerous, and, and you got to cover every inch of grass against him, but he's not Lamar Jackson. So the Browns can win this game. I won't be surprised if they do. But you have to knock the Ravens out for four quarters, right? You have to turn them over. You have to take it out of Justin Tucker's range, which is Bay Village, right, when they play in that stadium. Um, you have to win the turnover battle. You have to match their physicality. You have to do a lot of things. I mean, you're going to get the Ravens A game because they can't afford a slip. You know, they, they're trying to win the division in a home game. Things go their way. They could be the AFC's number one seed. Things don't go their way. They're fighting for their playoff lives. So they trust in Tyler Huntley. We saw Tyler Huntley a bunch last year. It was the game in Cleveland. In December, uh, I think on this weekend, actually, um, JOK hits Lamar. Lamar gets hurt. Huntley comes in. 
the Ravens scramble back from the dead and they don't win the game. Um, they end up in fourth place. They lost a ton of guys. So we'll see. You know, I mentioned the defense. I didn't even mention Marlon Humphrey, who's really good. We know Amari Cooper is um, not fully healthy. So we'll see. Um, like I said, I, I just think it would behoove Kevin Stefanski and others involved for the Browns to put forth a sharper effort and get a win and, and really build some momentum. And I know Deshaun Watson wants to play better. I know they want to be more consistent and reliable with the offense while opening things up, opening up avenues they haven't before. They want to see Deshaun Watson play like Deshaun Watson. Um, he's played like a crappy quarterback so far, and a lot of that's understandable. So we'll see. Um, this whole thing's disappointing. We know that. Um, and we know this roster has major, major questions. So you can say that the Browns could create some good vibes with a strong Watson performance and a win, and you'd be right. And you could also say, you know, this team's built on the running game and the offensive line, and those have regressed. The team as a whole has regressed. Um, the linebacker position's a mess. The defensive tackle group remains an embarrassment. The wide receiver position is not good enough. So we'll see. Uh, let me dial up some of these asking Jackson questions, and we'll sort through them here. Uh, as we count down to Saturday, question from Ken. Asking Jackson, what do the Browns do at corner next year? Newsom is not a slot corner and it showed with Emerson's emergence. Could they look to deal Denzel? No. Denzel Ward just signed a $71 million guaranteed contract. The cap hit would be tremendous. The Browns are, are trying to create cap dollars, not um, deal with the dead money there. So is there some wild scenario in which Greg Newsom is traded? Yeah, what's his value? I don't know. I mean, he's still a young Athletic corner. I, I think that's getting too wild. I, I don't know. Uh, we know this is a defense, speed-based defense, built on cover in the pass. Um, Emerson's emergence is a good thing, and we have to see it carry over because last year at this time, Newsom looked like he was going to be an all-pro too, right? So they're different players. Um, Denzel did not have, by Denzel standards, a very good beginning to the year, and then he missed the time with injury, and, and I know people are frustrated. He's come back, and he's played really well. Because Jamar Chase catches some passes doesn't mean that you're a bad cornerback, guys. I mean, let's let's get a grip here. But I, I do agree, Ken, that, that Newsom in the slot has not been great. I do agree, as I wrote way back in the spring, this is a flaw in this defense to not have a true slot corner. Um, there's no, there's nothing wrong with having too many corners. You know, Greedy's not even dressing anymore. He's not going to be on this team any longer. Um, and if you're ever going to be good and be playing games that matter to you in December, um, you're going to need – all of these guys, you know, I mean, the part of the Browns playing chase last week is they just played chase. Tyler Boyd got hurt on the second play. T Higgins was in uniform. I think he was in the field for two snaps, right? So we'll see. It's different when you play the Ravens. Um, you know, eventually the Steelers, they want to be a multi-wide receiver team. And then of course, if you're ever going to play the, the AFC's really good teams, you're going to need all the corners. So we'll see. Um, a lot of questions about the concussion protocol and why do the Browns players miss three weeks and Tyler Huntley is going to play for the Ravens. Um, I understand what that looks like, guys. I just have to say Tyler Huntley was in the protocol. He, he There's no way he had a concussion or he wouldn't be cleared. So um, as we record this 48 hours from kickoff, you know he's going to play. The Ravens avoid having to go to Anthony Brown, the undrafted rookie. And so Huntley was taken out of last week's game and he was in the concussion protocol, but he just did not have a concussion or he wouldn't have been. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Asking Jackson, should you try out for linebacker? What do you got to lose? Well, I I, I got a lot to lose. Um, the linebacker situation's dire, but you know what? De- Deion Jones played well last week. He had the interception. Um, another big play, I think, where he tips a pass and knocks it down. So, again, totally different challenge against the Ravens and the way they play offense um, as compared to the Bengals. But, you know, he played well. He's playing for a job next year. He, he doesn't have a contract. He's on the back end. He, is Deion Jones a starting linebacker in this league in 40, 50 snaps anymore? No, but, you know, whether it's here or someone else, um, he's trying to prove he can play. Browns went and got him because they thought he could help, and he, and, and he has. You know, it sucks that you lose four guys to major injury, but we, we can't lose sight of the fact that that room wasn't good enough to start with, right? Like Taki Taki got moved to the middle out of an emergency a couple of weeks ago. You know, until November of this year, what had Taki Taki ever done? Now he's got a torn ACL and he's a free agent. That sucks for him and it sucks for the team. We'll see how that goes. A question from Jared. Just assuming we are replacing the defensive coordinator next year, who are the candidates a team would like? Would a certain Steelers linebackers coach be possible? Yeah, Jared's, of course, talking about Brian Flores. I would think he's on any team's list looking for a defensive coordinator. We'll see, Jared. I'm I'm not going to lie. That question catches me off guard. at some point, I will have some names. I don't have them right now, so I, I shouldn't probably have even read that one. But this is where we are, right? Four games left and, and talking about next year. Question from sports fan: What do you make of Felton all of a sudden getting a lot of snaps once Watson was activated? Basically, he goes the first 11 games. Yeah, that, that's a simple one. Anthony Schwartz went down with a concussion, so someone has to play. And, um, you know, David Bell in one of those games got hurt uh, also, so... Uh, I think it was the first or second drive of the Houston game. Bell went down, so Felton's had to play. And he runs in the motion, and the other team has no reason to respect it, but he's out there, and we'll see. <clears throat> um, Andrew says, asking Jackson, Stefanski year one, limited penalties, players mostly lining up in the right spots, complimentary football, great in-game management, pretty good in-game adjustments, general player discipline. Those are non-existent now. Where did they go? On him, right? Yes, Andrew. They've all disappeared. That is for sure. The 2020 Browns got hot for two reasons. One, the coach and the quarterback uh, gained trust in one another and opened things up in the offense. And the play-action game and the run game really got rolling, and they did that. But two, it was the other team making the boneheaded play. It was the Browns extending drives. It was the Browns avoiding the stupid mistake. And since then, you know, with last week being an egregious example, with running into the kicker, illegal hands to the face, defensive holding, biting on flea flickers, Um, it's just a lot of the things that have happened this year. We have to have tackling practice, right? We blow a historic lead versus the Jets. Uh, 
Grand Delpit suspended for one play. It's just things that point to a lack of discipline and a lack of detail. And, you know, the debate will always rage on about just how talented are the Browns. Well, it's not about that. It's about, you know, being hard to play against and maximizing what you got and finding what you're good at. And when you don't, you know, you're not good enough to overcome mistakes. Few teams are. This Browns team certainly is not. A uh, question from Alex. Seems like other NFL players still really respect Deshaun Watson. While focus has been on what coaches would join this team, what about free agents? Of course, money talks, but if, but I imagine there are some upset wide receivers, parentheses, D-hop after this year's QB play. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is not coming to the Browns. He has a massive contract. Um, he's a possession receiver. And I know he and Watson go back, but the Browns don't have anything to give for him, and he makes a ton of money. So, um, yeah, I do think players, and we've, we've heard Jadavian Clowney go on the record and say it. I, I'm here to play with Deshaun Watson. I think the world of Deshaun Watson. I do think that will help. But, Alex, you also had it right. Um, money talks. So the Browns are going to have to go through their list of needs, and that's going to be a lengthy list because it's going to be offensive tackle, wide receiver, safety linebacker, defensive tackle. It's not just defensive tackle. And they're going to have to decide where to really spend money and overspend in free agency like they had to for Austin Hooper and for Jack Conklin, um, who was worth it for a while, right? And, and then they're just going to have to see where that goes. They're going to have to see you know, who's available, which teams need to change, need to save some pennies, need to clear space for their developing young guys, and will take a fourth or fifth round pick for a starting defensive tackle. You know, for somebody that can help in the middle of that defense. So that that's a long way away, but these are valid questions. Um, you know, if the Browns were to make a coaching change, there would be offensive coaches lined up to coach Deshaun Watson. There's there's no doubt about it. Um, I do have concern that if they make a defensive coordinator change and or a special teams coordinator change, that their ability to get the best guys based upon not knowing how long the head coach would be here would be an issue, but again, we'll see. It's it's all about relationships and what you have to offer. And, you know, any defensive coordinator looking for a job would look at Miles Garrett and say, okay, I, I can work with that. Would look at Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom and Martin Emerson and say, I would work with that. So we'll see how, how all that um, ends up going. Question from Chris. Which players have shown you more than expected from them this year? Give me something positive, please. Well, there's no doubt that Njoku and Peoples-Jones are having great years, right? Um, both have added consistency to their game. Both have added splash plays to their game. You know, both have used their big frames and their athletic ability on more than one occasion, which shows, you know, a a maturity and all around focus. It shows an emotional and physical maturity, um, you know, tough catches in big moments or, or what wins games. Right. So those two, that that's good. Um, that's big for this team. You know, I think Jerome Ford has not had many chances on offense, but I think the Browns really like him, and I think he'll be the number two running back next year. I think they'll find a way to get him touches, um, and we'll see. You know, defensively, I mean, talk about starting from the absolute bottom, the fact that Perrion Winfrey can get active and play in games is progress for him, right? I think Alex Wright, you know, hasn't had many splash plays and really had a quiet month or so, but – He's a guy that looks like an NFL defensive end, and he's played in some big moments as a as a young rookie. Um, he's he's watched and learned from Clowney and from Garrett, and I think it's been important for him. And obviously Emerson, who's who <clears throat> um, hasn't been perfect and, and won't be, but 
has shown the ability. And I think really over the, the middle part of the season, you just saw his confidence grow. The Browns trust in him. He trusts himself. And um, we will see, you know, where he goes from there. Um, question from Nettie. If the Browns continue to disappoint this season, is there another cosmetic change they could make? New midfield logo, bring back the orange or orange. Yeah, they're going to white face masks this week, Nettie. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I've never been uniform person. You know, if anything, I like the simplicity of what the Browns do. I, I, when I saw the face mask announcement, I don't know what color the face masks are, but people are into that. So, you know, what the Browns, the jerseys the Browns have sold more than anything this year is Donovan Mitchell jerseys, quite frankly. Um, but we'll see. I, I, what has struck me on the road in the airports and in the stadiums when I walk to the stadiums or take a, a lap on the road, uh, Nick Chubb t-shirts and jerseys are everywhere. You know, people just love him and appreciate him. And hopefully he can get a big finish to the year. So um, we'll see. But also, you know, if the Browns end up limiting him to his carries over the last month of the season, that makes sense too because they're going in. uh, They're not playing for anything the rest of the way. Question from Zach Leone. With Jed Wills headed into his fifth-year option and Conklin possibly heading to free agency, do you see James Hudson getting some playing time once they're, you know, officially eliminated? Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, James Hudson, I think, has, has shown you some good things. He had the smash block on the Monday night game. He held his own when he started the games at the beginning of the year before Conklin. Again, the, you know, he was technically two years in college, but it was really just one year playing offensive tackle. This was a defensive lineman. This was a traits pick, a developmental pick. It was never going to be in one month. It was never going to be in one year or even one and a half. So, yes, I think you find some ways to get James Hudson some playing time. You have to look at the reality of the situation and embrace it. And you have to know, is this guy your starting right tackle next year, right? You generally get tackles early in the draft or by overpaying them in free agency. The Browns don't have a first-round pick for a couple years. You know, the Browns have really pressing needs on the defensive side. They need James Hudson to work, whether it's right tackle, left tackle, whatever it may be. They need this to work. So um, I, I – I, Totally agree with that thought, and I think we have to see it happen. You know, not this week, but over the over the end of the year. Question from Jonathan: Is Bill O'Brien a viable option? Um, no, <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're you're drawing the line with Coach Deshaun Watson to the playoffs, but no, they're not. Um, Bill O'Brien. Question: Zach. Zach asks: Since you're so keen on firing Barry, Stef- Barry Stefanski and Depot, who do you think can come in and do a better job than them? All right, if you think that, that's fine. I have questions about their work. Um, I would I would ask you, Zach, are the Browns a good team? Um, have the Browns drafted a pro bowler since Nick Chubb? That answer is no, right? Um, do the Browns even resemble an AFC contender right now? That answer is no. Do the Browns have a whole lot of holes? Uh, do the Browns take the field each week like an inspired, disciplined unit and give you hope that, that – Incremental progress from the quarterback is going to change everything, and, and the Browns are going to become a long-term contender. No. So um, is three one too many cooks in the kitchen to start with? Yes, that answer is is definitely yes. So um, I'm not saying fire those guys. I'm saying they got to prove it to me, and I'm saying right now in December, this doesn't look like um, an organization that's going to win anything anytime soon. I wish it was different. You wish it was different. But um, – you know, they, I have to see it to believe it. And for two years, I've seen this team get worse. So if you see differently, Zach, then bless you. Um, I don't. So we'll see. 
Um, and then we'll get out of here on this one. Question from Chef Boy RP: Who should the Browns be looking at in the first ahem, second round? I like the way you worded that. You know, I think it has to be wide receiver or defensive tackle, but not only is it early or we months early on that, free agency is going to determine that. And I also think that there is a scenario, Chef, um, you know, under which pick 40 gets turned into a starting defensive tackle. You know, I, I, I really do. Uh, I, I mean, a guy that's already been in the league three or four years, that the Browns use that pick to position themselves to go get somebody, sign that guy to a long-term deal and get not just a minimal upgrade, but an instant one and a significant one there at a position they need. So we'll see. Again, this is this is the rub. This is not a terrible team. We've seen the bottom here, guys. We've seen Barron. We've seen awful drafting. We've seen pathetic rosters. This is not it. It's just not a team that's getting better. It's just not a team that's a guy away or a bounce away or a breakaway. Um, you know, if Watson's a bunch better, that's great. And, and – in theory, that gives you a chance. You know, I, he's not Pat Mahomes. I don't think he's Joe Burrow either. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe, I would love to be wrong on that, and, and I would think that, like, the progression of Peoples-Jones and Njoku could help him. And obviously the Browns have thought all along we can give him a run game and an offensive line like he's never had. We have a really good we have a really good offensive coordinator as our head coach, right, and, and we can unleash that. And maybe all those things can come together, but we'll see. Um the the way this team prepares or doesn't for games is under the microscope. Um, the way this team selects players and has gone about building this roster and evaluating the players that it has. Again, next year your safeties are Grant Delpit, and you can either pay John Johnson thirteen million to play for you, to, or you can pay him seven million to not play for you. So um, we'll see on that. And and David says a lot of media and fan blame seems to be pointed towards Stefanski as coach, but shouldn't Barry face more scrutiny? For giving a roster with minimal assets at crucial positions like DT and wide receiver. Yeah, David, I've been saying it. So, um, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect roster. And there's no such thing as guaranteed and or linear growth, right? So you take the growth that you've seen. You take the good picks that you have. Um, Smart, tough, accountable is not supposed to just apply to the selection of players, but it's supposed to apply to every decision you make. That's in honestly assessing your own moves, knowing where knowing where you messed up, right? Knowing what you got to do, being aggressive. I mean, I don't see groundbreaking trades here, right? I saw a trading of the farm for one guy. That should signal that you're ready to win. I don't see a team that's ready to win. I mean, this defense has been better. Clowney's been healthy and better. I don't know. Do you trust him to bring him back? Who are you putting next to him and who are you putting behind him? I don't know. We'll see. The Browns have an interesting one Saturday. I'd recommend to them that they win it. I think they can. It should be good. Um, Browns-Ravens is always fun. So we'll judge it next week. Thanks for listening to Civilized Bargain.